Hello everyone, this is Mercutio, the little boy made of patches, little little rag doll, the universe's plaything, the fool. This is Mercutio, and I have been gone for quite some time. Um, if you don't know who I am, or if you don't remember who I am, which shame on you if you don't, I just read poems and rant about things that I care about, because people care about the same things I do obviously if you don't then what are you doing with life you clearly haven't paid enough attention to the fine details of this world and you have not found that there are so many flaws if it doesn't benefit me if it doesn't benefit me then it is flawed (laughs) kidding but really not kidding so get your life together and stay tuned in always and forever (laughs) yay Hello everyone, this is Mercutio, and listen up, fools. I got a lot of new things. A lot of new things, can't really name them, because when things happen, you know, there's not always gonna be that moment, you know, that that little trademark. You know, like everybody, like when you're in school and they tell you, like, list everything in your life that was had this, like, huge impact. Not everything's gonna be, like, oh, that stands out. But things happened, and you know it. So, there are a lot of new things that happen. Some small, some big. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of them. A lot of them in the form of poems. With explanations, and rants, and just silly, goofy-ish. But um, another new thing, not particular to me, is Anchor. Apparently they have ads, which... Or not ads, but like, little sponsored clips which I'm going to try doing and fail at because why not, you know? But yeah, new things, and I should probably stop announcing that there's new, you know? I feel like I've announced myself already, I've announced this. It's kind of lame. Stop announcing it and just get on with it, you know? Like, who really goes for the trailers at movies? You know, you just want, you just want the movie. Because by the time that the movie starts, you've eaten half the popcorn, and you know it. Then again, I do like the trailers. Anyway, anyway, tangent. That's a tangent. Um, let's get into it, right? Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Mercutio. And like I said, I've been gone a really long time. And that is because I have sort of derailed in character and just life in general. I feel like I just like completely went off the tracks, you know? Like I had a full kind of self-realization that I think I always kind of have I'm, I think I'm always kind of having some sort of existential crisis but this one I was I was definitely a lot deeper in than before and that's because ever since I was a wee little thing a wee little thing a little fetus thing a little a little sprout a little bean <laughs> I've always had this idea you know this kind of prophecy that at 18 whether it be like on my birthday or like whatever just like at 18 years of my life having passed, I am going to die somehow, some way. I will leave this earth. And that thought never scared me. I'm not really afraid of death. I kind of look forward to it. But this thought, it was kind of stored, you know, like in the back of my head, like that ham you buy two or three months before Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving time starts coming around and you're like, huh, I should really get a ham. And then you look in the freezer and it's like, oh, there's the ham. Yeah, 
there's the thought there there it is i'm going to die and it was just kind of like wow huh prepare for it and i that's leaves <laughs> i didn't prepare for it i didn't i kind of i got a really bad attitude about it i didn't think i'd react how i did and it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to die. Like, I have nothing matters. Well, it kind of was like nothing matters. But it wasn't so negative, you know. It was just kind of like a binder, a binger. Like, it, it was really it was really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. And I'm going to share that story with you. But yeah, that's, that's why I've been kind of AWOL. But I think, I think I'm ready to kind of pull myself back together. Which is honestly going to be difficult anytime you've gone through something and it's like you're in deeper than you've ever been before it's going to take a lot to pull out but I'm not the kind of person who like gives up hope like that so easily that being said has anybody else had any childhood thoughts that have just affected you as deeply as that like maybe not something as serious as hey I'm gonna die in a few years but any thoughts that are just insane, you know, any anxieties you want to share, go for it. Own the fear. Take control. Love you. Hello, everyone. This is Mercutio, and most of us don't have crazy near-death experiences to just whip out at parties, but we do have our own fears and anxieties, mine being death. No, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not a thanrophobe or whatever it's called. I really have no idea. You're going to have to look it up, the fear of dying. No idea what it is. But I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of dying at 18, which has become much more of a prominent fear as I'm turning 18 in about a month as of now. With such a fatally imposing fear, you can only really react one of two ways. Either you start crossing off your bucket bucket list and start trying new things, living it up before you die, or you just hide under your covers and wait for it to end. I did a mix of the two, which was resulted in catastrophic relationships, relapsing, and apathy. I had gone on this crazy binger of just self-destructive tendencies, and the crazy thing is, I didn't even entirely realize it. When I did start to notice that I was pulling away from friends and straying away from myself, I had to ask myself the dreaded question, why am I reacting the way that I am? I can't, it can't just be because I want to die, and it wasn't. It wasn't about me dying that had never affected me before. It was the fact that the things that used to make me feel alive, writing, video games, people, occasionally, food, they, they weren't in my life as much, writing being the main one. If my life was over, then writing didn't matter. My one true life's purpose. Everything. Gone. I wasn't afraid of dying. I was afraid I was already dead. And I remember this one thing I wrote one time. And it was like, I am not dead until the pen leaves my hands. And it had. It had totally left me. And with such a defeatist attitude over such a small childhood fear... I basically was. I really was dead. And I'm trying to come back to life. Slowly, but surely. 
I'm trying to focus on what I want, controlling my reaction, which is what everyone should really do. Anyone struggling with irrational anxieties or fears, you need to know that they are completely valid. Remember that although you can't control the emotion, you can control reaction. So stay calm, breathe. It's hard, I know, I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> but do your best to stay calm, stay positive, and know that that fear, that anxiety, you know, it doesn't own you. You can overcome this. There's a lot worse in the world. So, I'm done with my binger, and I'm gonna work on accepting that whether I die on my 18th birthday or I live to see March 19th, the next morning, I'm gonna live a life that I can be proud of, one that's conscious of what I want and what I need, and just everything I want to portray. Because the world needs more people who come alive. Pretty sure some guy like Howard Thurman said that. This is Mercutio. Don't let your fears and anxieties control you. You can do this. Love you. Hello everyone, this is Mercutio, and as you all know, because I'm fairly open about it, I used to struggle, and still do struggle, with eating disorders. Yeah, not the most peppy talk, but it's one I think we need to be more aware of, because a lot of people are feeling very self-conscious in their own bodies, in their own head, and they're just kind of dealing with it alone, and no one should ever have to deal with anything alone. But, like I said, I struggle with an eating disorder. And when I was on my crazy binger, it was it was a kind of reoccurring topic. I don't know how to put that. But, long story short, I relapsed a lot. I even relapsed into anorexia. Not for a very long time, mind you, because I'm me and food is great. <laughs> it was like a week or so. That I was like, don't eat, drink tea, drink coffee, you know, exercise like crazy. And then it was like, eat this, eat that. And because I thought I was going to die and I thought I should live it up, you know, how I can. I was like, eat all of the foods that are danger foods. And this meant things like cake, um, ice cream, pizza, just anything I could get my hands on that I knew I probably shouldn't. Large, quant- like obsessive quantities of chocolate. <laughs> I was just not caring because it tasted good. And, it, and the whole point was to feel whatever I wanted, just to take everything in. And I wasn't really thinking about what I was honestly taking in. Because what I was doing was moving backwards from progression. I wasn't focused on how far I had really made it I was just ruining myself and that wasn't what I needed to do and I know that some people who have struggled with eating disorders they do meal plans and stuff and when I was trying to come back from it when I realized I was on my binger and I needed to clean up my act I tried to make meal plans I tried to but that wasn't something that worked for me and that's something that I think people also need to understand it's not a one-size-fits-all treatment you know, maybe writing in a nice little agenda what you should eat for 
throughout the day, maybe that helps you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it makes you feel confined. Confined? Confound? Do you know? (laughs) But maybe it makes you feel restrained. Maybe it makes you feel... I don't know. However it makes you feel. If it makes you feel negative about yourself, then it's not working and it's probably not for you. And you need to find a way that you can help yourself in a way that you're comfortable with. Not what a pamphlet says. And that's all I really wanted to tell you. If you're going to get better, you need to get better at your own pace. And that's okay. If you're not getting better as fast as someone else or if you're doing it your own way your own pace your own way as long as you stay with it and know that you can get better eating disorder or otherwise this is mercutio and you need to do what's best for you love you hello everyone this is mercutio and i've broken up with a lot of people not romantically mind you i'm fairly a romantic fairly mind you <laughs> but i have ditched a lot of friends because my sudden crisis of i'm going to die even before that i've always been a mess kind of and not very adamant about fixing myself and i guess that's a big part of it acknowledging that you need to fix yourself And that can be hard to admit when you're wrong or when you've made a mistake. It it can be. It can be very difficult to look at yourself as the problem. But if you don't look at situations from all angles, you're never really going to fix anything. And this time I kind of looked at myself as the problem and I realized I was. My reaction, my outlook, all problematic, all catastrophic. And it had caused me to lose a lot of friends. A lot of them being best friends, nearly all of them. A while ago, I had this really great friend, Sammy, who now goes by the name of Oliver. I hope that he doesn't care that I shared his name. (laughs) But we were great friends, and I ditched him for no reason other than, I don't know, kicks? And that's something I'm also working on, getting to the root reason of why, so that I can, you know, more readily and preemptively fix problems, you know, before they happen. Like the weather forecast. I'm kidding, let me stop before I step onto some sensitive territory. (laughs) But anyway, I had completely dumped this friend and part of my binger wasn't all bad, you know? Some of it was me actually taking and making great decisions, like getting back some old friends and apologizing, you know? And I think this is the only thing I did right, if we're being honest, was admitting that this was wrong and I should make up for that. So I remade Friends with Oliver and another person who is a long story because we're not friends anymore now and I will share that with you later. But back to acknowledging your problems. If something in your life is constantly going wrong relationships you know job opportunities just anything in your life constantly going wrong maybe you need to communicate with yourself more and see yourself as the problem it's hard most definitely hard especially for an egotistical narcissist like me but 
you got to do it if you want things to get better. So, are you the problem? This is Mercutio. Not attacking you. I love you. So, in this generation, people can get really butthurt really fast. I'm just saying. You say one thing, it kind of sets them off. Triggers them a little bit. And I understand some people are just impulsive. Some people have anxiety. Some people really can't control it sometimes. But you need to at least be more aware of your reactions and why they happen. And I know I'm preaching and I haven't really practiced too much, but I'm trying. Are you? Yeah, just flipped that on you. But my reactions to some things, not very proud of. I'm fixing it. You have to fix it too. Just saying. When did I become a self-help person? When, when did this happen? Oh my God. But yeah, sometimes you're the problem. Sometimes you got to fix it. Sometimes you have to control your reaction to things. You can't just always blow up and say the first thing that comes out your mouth. You know, you got to think before you speak. Something we've all been told, but I don't think anybody's really tried it. That being said, don't repress yourself. <laughs> Something I've been guilty of before. Don't do it. You have emotions. Don't be afraid to show them. Just make sure you're communicating them properly. This is Mercutio, and life is hard. And things are going to happen. Things you can't control. Really bad things. But you got to be able to control your reaction, because that's, that's going to be a big part of the foundation of you when you get out of it. This is Mercutio, and I love you. So, this is Mercutio, and I hope you enjoyed this very self-helpy kind of episode. I wasn't expecting it to turn out that way, but it did, so, you know. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. I hope you are thinking deeply about yourself. I'm so sorry if I gave you, like, an existential crisis. Calm down. You could be the most angelic person to have ever walked the earth, but chances are... You're not. I'm sorry. That's just that's just how it goes. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed. And I hope that by now you're sitting and either cooking dinner or eating dinner with your family. Well, depending on you, who you are. I hear, like, Brits and stuff eat dinner at, like, 10, which is insane to me. But, you know, you do you. <laughs> but I hope you're enjoying yourself. I really do. And I hope you're being good to yourself because you deserve it. A lot of people in this world don't believe in deserve, but we're all kind of shoved on this massive ball that's really just tiny in the grand scheme of things. And we're all here together without choice, you know, in this giant enterprise known as life. And I think we're all doing the best we can. And I think we forget sometimes that we deserve a break and that other people deserve a break. So... I hope you're enjoying yourself, and I hope you're doing something good for yourself this new year, especially in February. Like, come on, guys. It's been a month. If you're not doing something good for yourself by now, what are you doing? It's 2019. (laughs) Be good to yourself, especially since it's the month of love and whatnot. doesn't have to be loving someone else. It can be a little bit of self-love. This is Mercutio. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Mwah. Later, fools.